Well, Jane Ace attended a picture theater yesterday and saw Joyce Blaine, the celebrated movie actress, making a personal appearance. After the show, Jane was driving home in her car and saw a crowd of fans swooping down on Miss Blaine, who, to escape them, hopped in the car with Jane and had Jane drive her to the Ace's bungalow. She says she's tired of Hollywood and its glamour and wants to hide out in the quiet of the Ace's home. It's late afternoon the following day, and we find Joyce Blaine with Jane in the living room alone. Listen. Oh, life can be so sweet. Shall I get another pillow for your hair? Oh, no, please don't. Please don't pamper me. Just let me be one of you. Well, one of us would want another pillow for our head if we were reading a book lying there like you are. Oh, this is perfect. <laughs> the soft, glowing warmth of the sun on those windows. The sweet, warm smell of heat and the quiet of it all, the height. Hard to imagine there is such a place as Hollywood. Oh, just to curl up here and stretch and stretch. Oh, why can't I have this? Why? This, this is everything. There isn't anything else. I'm sorry about not having a swimming pool. Oh, what a swimming pool. A swimming pool is something... Well, you've got a swimming pool in your home, haven't you, Miss Lane? No, of course. <laughs> It's so of frogs in the woods. Oh, I knew you did, because I saw pictures of your home in Hollywood. Oh, it's beautiful. This is beautiful. This? Oh, this is just nothing. It's just our home, that's all. Home. Of course, I didn't know you were coming here. It was all so sudden, Miss Blaine. Please, why don't you call me Joyce? Do you want me to? Of course, Jane. Oh, all right. Joyce. <laughs> Tell me something about yourself, Jane, do you well, uh, I'm blonde. Yes, aren't we all? That's why. Oh, I can see you're blonde and sweet and happy. Well, I can see all that. But I want to know more. Let's talk about you. Oh, well, there's nothing to talk about me. I'd like to talk about you. Oh, I'm sick of you. Oh, I'm not. I thought you were wonderful in that picture, Happily Ever After. Thanks, Jane. I saw it yesterday. I cried. Did you? Mm-hmm. Everybody was crying. Everybody around me. Do you ever see yourself? That's my curse, Jane. I'm always seeing myself. You are? Well, I am, too. I always see your pictures. Do you know a lot of movie actors? Yes, Jane. Do you know Frederick Marsh? Freddie? Yes. Freddie. Is that what you call Now, Jane, we started to talk about you. Let's not talk about me. Well, I don't know what to say about me. I'm not in pictures. I've got a pair of those dark glasses, though. Um, how long have you been married, Jane? Over oh, uh, eight years. Eight years. Uh-huh. <laughs> Not so happy, aren't you? Oh, yes. Tell me some more. What do you do with yourself? How do you pass your time? Who are your friends? Well, my best friend is Marge. She's always lived with us since I've been married. She's off the regular. And I like Marge. Oh, I knew you would. Everybody likes Marge. She's always laughing. Yes, I noticed that last night. Is she unhappy? Oh, yes, she's very happy. Uh, what did you say? Unhappy? Yes. I said she's always laughing. Marge, you Jane. But I thought that was a short sign of unhappiness. Tell me about Marge. She works, I know. She, she told me she was a private secretary to somebody. Yeah, she's awfully clever. She knows just the right thing to say all the time, and she's more fun. Is there a man? A man? Don't tell me a girl like Marge is without... Oh, yes, she knows of a fellow. His name's Neil Williams. Yes? Uh, they've been going together over a year. I try to get them to get married several times, but they just don't. Why not? Well, Neil hasn't got a lot of money, and I think it's on account of his mother being alone. There's always something, isn't there? Yes, there's always something. Just when I married Mr. H, he just lost all his money in the stockyard. In the stockyard? 
know when everybody lost their money in stocks and things like that, he lost everything. He just had a job, that's all, but that didn't matter to me. Because I always say a wife should take the bitter with the better, don't you? <laughs> I wouldn't know what to say about a wife, Jerry. Well, I do, and I think it's just a shame that Marge and Neil don't get married. Suppose they don't have a lot of money at first, and they have to live in an apartment. After all, home wasn't built in a day, you know. Not our home, anyway. You really married for love, didn't you? I'll say the world. And I think Marge should, too. I think they make a marvelous couple, especially Neil. He's crazy about Marge. I'm going to invite him over for dinner. Did I? No, I'd love it. All right. You know what? What? I bet you could make him get married. Me? Yes. And you know how? How? By making Marge jealous. Jealous? Yes. How? By acting like you're falling in love with Neil. Acting like... No, thank you. I'm through acting to the present. Oh, but this isn't like acting on the screen, just being nice to Neil and maybe even going out with him. I'm not stepping foot out of this house. Go out and be recognized? Huh. I'm in hiding. Oh, I forgot. But you could act like you like Neil a lot, and then Marge would get jealous. And I'll bet she'd marry him in a minute if she saw the way a beautiful girl like you fell in love with him. Hmm. What a theatrical mind you have, my dear. Well, this is one thing I worry about all the time. Marge, you mean? Uh-huh. She gets mad if I ever ask her why she doesn't marry Neil. And she gets awfully mad if a person ever says anything in front of Neil. Well, this way, she won't know what we're doing. And the first thing you know, she'll be getting worried about losing Neil, and she'll be very glad to marry him, even if it's as poor as the church people. He's not, though. He makes a good salary, I think. What does the boy do? Neil, uh, he's a reporter on the post. Oh, you're po- Oh, what happened? What happened? Oh, I'm lost. Well, if, if Mark's a newspaper man where I am, why... Uh, Neil, you know? If a newspaper ever gets hold of where I am... Oh, please. You think she could have told him? I don't think so. Why didn't you tell her not to tell him? I didn't think Why didn't somebody tell me I was walking into the arms of a newspaper headline? Why didn't someone tell me? Oh, that must be Mr. Ray's now. Or maybe it's Mars. Oh, please be careful, Jane. Wait, wait. Uh, Who is it, please? It's Mars, Jane. Oh, it's Mars. That's what I thought. Are you alone, Mars? Yes, I'm alone. Just a minute. I'm alone, Mars. I had to make sure first. Right in, in the car. Oh, did he bring you home? Yes, I got to early, Jane. Stopped by the office, and it... oh, good evening, Miss Lane. Oh, am I glad you got here when you did? I'm on the verge of a collapse. <laughs> well, move over, and I'll collapse with you. I wish you could see the headlines in the papers this evening. What headlines? Well, you didn't think a star as celebrated as you are could just drop out of sight without a ripple, did you? Oh, but, but they don't say where I am. Well, they don't know yet. What do you mean? Yes. Well, I mean, they're just conjecturing on your disappearance. Oh, I've got Henderson to thank for that. He wouldn't think of giving a tired, working girl a break and letting her take a month or so out to rest without smearing it over the front page of every paper in the... Ace is bringing the evening paper in. He's quite a bit upset about it, too. He doesn't like to be made a party to this sudden disappearance of yours. Why does it say, Marge? Plenty, and with pictures. Oh, I knew it. And what pictures, if I may say so, Miss Lane? Oh, don't tell me. Oh, I know Henderson and the way his mind works. Oh, that's Ace now. I guess a minute, dear. I wouldn't worry too much about Mr. Ace's attitude if I were you, Miss Lane. He's just overcautious. I'm not worried about him. Oh, hello, dear. Oh, Is that the paper there? Let me see it. Plenty to see, I can tell you that. Well, let me see what it says. All right, don't grab here. Oh, I'm so sorry to be all this trouble with you, Mr. Ace. Oh, I'm uh, just... good evening, Miss Lane. Well, it's no trouble exactly. It's just that, well, these stories here are making such a big thing out of it all. Glamour girl gone. Yeah. Has anybody seen Joyce Lane? 
Oh, look at these pictures. Oh, I was afraid of that. Were these taken after summoning you? Oh, if I ever get my hands on Henderson, if I oh, ever... Henderson. He's a publicity manager with studio. He loves this sort of thing. He revels in it. He knows darn well where I am. He knows that all I want is a month's holiday away from everything. He can't stand it. Oh, he must get the studio all this publicity. He's got to work up the mystery anyway. Oh, look at that question mark. Biggest of his latest head. Well, after all, you are a celebrity. You can't just drop out of sight without it. But any... I phoned him and told him I was all right. I'm just going to rest up a few weeks. Oh, can't they leave me alone? I recognize some of the tribe in this paper is Neil's fine writing. You do, Neil? Yes, uh, this is some of Neil's work. Listen. Suddenly, as if a star had fallen from the skies and buried itself deep into the earth out of the sight of all people, Joyce Flame, scintillating star of the screen, has disappeared. Finishing her personal appearance performance at the Palace Theater yesterday afternoon, Joyce Joyce was no more than a flashing meteor tonight as the world scans the four corners. Oh, of Neil the... didn't write that stuff. No, didn't he, though? Oh, isn't it exciting? Yeah, that's one word for it, Jane. As far as I'm concerned, it's darn dangerous business we've gotten into. Oh, please don't take it that way. Well, I, I promise you, nothing will happen as far as I'm concerned that, that'll bring any undue publicity or bother to any of them. That is. Well, that is if all of you cooperate with me. Well, how do you mean to cooperate with you? There's nothing we can do that we haven't done, and there's nothing we've done that we can help but do. It's not here at our invitation exactly, Miss Lane. It's, oh, is it's, that it's, no way to put it? You make it sound as if Miss Lane is an unwelcome guest. Oh, no, no, I didn't mean unwelcome. Oh, I understand what you mean. And please believe me that, that all this newspaper publicity will die out pretty soon. Can't keep this up for a month. You expect to stay hidden here a whole month? Yes, and that is if your friend, Neil, is that his name? Yes, what about Neil? Well, if, if Neil doesn't let his newspaper work run away with him, he give me away. I hope you'll be able to rejoin things there, Mary. Oh, now, wait a minute. I hadn't thought of it that way. Oh, I pulled a prize boner, I'm afraid. What did you do? Oh, then, son. Oh, my, you didn't. Well, I'm afraid I did. I told him this afternoon. You told Neil that Miss Lane was here. Well, I'm sorry, but I did. And then why is he writing all this blah about me disappearing? Why doesn't he come right out and tell where I am? Well, that's his idea. First working out big newspaper interests and then getting a big scoop for himself. In fact, he's coming here tonight. Here? Yes, for an exclusive interview. He's all excited about it. Made me all make all sorts of promises that nobody else would know and that he'd be the first newspaper man to see you. coming to see Joyce Blaine tonight. And Jane hopes the glamorous movie star will put her plan into operation to make Marge jealous. Just what happens when Neil arrives, we learn when next we meet the Easy Ace.